Hello podcast listeners, Andy Clark here and this time in the Here in Holland podcast we are exploring the joys of learning to speak Dutch. Yes, it's a language learning special. It's Saturday morning at the Contact Language School in Amsterdam. The students are full of expectation as today is the day to take to the streets and practice their Dutch. There's one essential thing and that is the opening sin. Yeah, the opening sin. Oh, for flirting. My name is Koen. Uh, originally I'm from Utrecht, Utrecht, um, and I've been living here in Amsterdam for 12 years. And um, uh, I own a language school which is called Contact. This is Koen Geisel, the amiable and super energetic man behind the Contact language school. Sorry. 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 Mag ik u iets vragen? He prepares the students for their field trip and gives them some essential icebreakers. Excuse me, can I ask you something? An opening sentence which is also good for flirting, says Kuhn. And what if people on the street answer in English? If it's a Dutch person, then the students have to tell them, I don't speak English, I'm learning to speak Dutch. A lot of Dutch people will answer in English, says Kuhn, so he tells the students they must be prepared to persevere. The students are divided into groups and they hit the streets. So what's the idea behind a field trip? A field trip is part of our Dutch class. So for example, if you sign up for an evening class, you will have your classes on Tuesday and Thursday evenings from 7 to 9.30. Uh, for five full weeks, but then on the second and fourth Saturday of the the course, um, you will have a field trip. So you will go out into the city through a scavenger hunt or um, or nice activities, and uh, you have to speak Dutch uh, in context, and you have to speak with Dutch people. Uh, and you have to find your way and uh, and learn about the Dutch culture from first-hand experience. What is heel veel? What is heel veel? One word or two words? The teacher is helping them out huh? and helping them to feel them uh, that they are at ease and they feel confident. Um, so the teacher will help them uh, to learn the, the correct sentences to, to how to ask uh, something to a Dutchie. Um, and then the teacher is not allowed to give the right answers, so they, the students have to ask Dutch people. Uh, but the Dutch teacher is there to help and to guide. They mean the same thing. And how is it going out there on the streets? That is that is linker soap. That is linker soap. <laughs> uh, well, that's bad. That's bad. That's a ba- that, that is a bad thing. Halfway through the day, Kuhn checks to see how the students are getting on. Okay. How goes it? Good. Yeah. Uh, is it makkelijk or moeilijk? Makkelijk. Oh wow. Makkelijk, say some. Easy. Moeilijk, difficult, say the others. Then it's on with the field trip. What are spreekwoorden? What is a spreekwoord? Expressions. So it is not literally. When it comes to practicing what he preaches, Kuhn is a man of his word. He speaks six languages himself and used the field trip technique to learn to speak Moroccan Arabic. I speak Dutch, of course, uh, but let's not count that. Uh, German, English, French, Spanish, 
uh, Moroccan Arabic, uh, Italian, uh, and a little bit Portuguese. I understand it, but I don't speak it fluently. Yeah, that's very impressive. Yeah, I love languages, and especially Moroccan Arabic is amazing to to speak that. And if you see the smiles on people from that background, if I speak with them in Arabic, they're so happy and so so. You really break the ice with learning a new language and with speaking a language. Uh, people love it. So. And did you do that yourself then? You practiced what you preach? You kind of went onto the street and did your own field trips with using Moroccan or learning other languages? Yes, absolutely. So uh, Moroccan, for example, I went there for two, for two months for a, a language course, quite intensive course. And I took a cab every morning because it's quite cheap there, a cab compared to Holland. So I took a cab every morning and I spoke to a different cab driver every morning and I introduced myself repetitively. Um, and every day there were more questions I could ask and more questions I could answer. So I learned by speaking and, and having fun with cab drivers. So and of course people on the streets. And, uh, so yeah, I I do what I preach. So. <laughs> The Kuntak Language School works with groups and focuses on a social and fun approach to learning to speak Dutch. Another language school, the Fluently Language School, offers a different approach with one-on-one -on -one learning. My name is Anjali Kroger and I live very close to Amsterdam. And I'm a tutor for Fluently in Dutch. Okay, and what, what, is it, what is Fluently's approach? What's your approach? My approach is uh, very tailor-made, so it depends on the student what they want. I have a student now who likes to do grammar and exercises. Tomorrow I have a student who likes to go out shopping, go to the marketplace, and just walk around and indicating things and phrases and names, and uh, that's how we do it. So. Is it always one-on-one? -on -one? My students always say, yes, I have one-on-one. -on -one. It's possible to do two Students and one teacher, but I prefer to do one-on-one. Head passport, my passport or head passport too. The jet lag was not so lastig deze keer. It's okay. How does one-on-one compare to a group's lesson learning Dutch? I think the students have full attention from their tutor. I can make a tailor-made program. I can discuss with them certain items. Sometimes we have a program planned, but we discuss whatever happens during our one-and-a-half-hour lessons, and we have a completely different. Uh, lesson, so it's. I think it's very good to do one on one. I can correct students, uh, and they have the full intention of my of me as a tutor. Okay. The douane was heel druk omdat het een vakantiedag in Brazilië was. Okay. Student Nick Goldie has chosen for the one on one approach. Nick Goldie, I've been living in Amsterdam now for on and off for about 12 years, and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's very much my home. So, uh, why are you learning to speak Dutch? Uh, well, for several reasons. Uh, one, Amsterdam is my home, and I feel very, very much at home here. Uh, and I feel a little bit awkward not speaking the language. Um, I've got lots of Dutch friends, and we always speak in English together. Um, so I'd like to be able to speak speak Dutch uh, because I see myself staying here for a long time. Um, my kids are also uh, in the Dutch system, and, and they mastered Dutch. Um, so you know, when their friends come to play, it's. Uh, it can be a bit awkward uh, speaking uh, Yip and Janneke Dutch to them when their, their, their Dutch is much better. Um, and actually, probably a third reason is with uh, the dreaded Brexit, um, I'm actually thinking about doing the Inbürgerungskursus one of these days. Um, so I'd like to get my Dutch up to a certain level, which will still need a lot of work, but it's just somewhere I can uh, maybe apply for Dutch nationality. Okay, great. Um, and you're having a one-on-one -on -one lesson. Why have you chosen for a one-on-one? -on -one? Can you explain what that is? How does your lesson work? 
Yeah, well, I wanted a one-on-one -on -one lesson, A, because it gives me more flexibility. So it's not a regular time every week. Uh, it's not always easy to find time during the week, quite a busy week. Um, and having it one-on-one -on -one means that we can arrange our agendas uh, accordingly. And also I can, uh, I can choose really what I would like to speak about. Angelique says in the beginning, overcoming your fears about speaking Dutch is an essential point. I think that most of the students that we have already have a big vocabulary and they've been living in the Netherlands for a certain time, several years sometimes. It's just that they have fear to start talking and I think what we do is try to get them over that so that with um, teaching and with uh, exercise that they are not afraid anymore to speak Dutch and I think that's the biggest, biggest thing that we do. They have a good pace, they did their grammar courses, they know how it works, it's just that they're scared to talk Dutch and mainly that when they get into a shop and people hear that they're English, they start to talk in English and that's exactly what they don't uh, want. Nee, that is too soon. <laughs> 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 yeah. And Kuhn says it's really important not to give in and start speaking English when you're first learning to speak Dutch and people start talking back to you in English. Yeah, I advise them to just uh, keep on speaking Dutch and just uh, pretend that you don't speak English. Um, and just really ask them uh, to, to speak Dutch with you, that you want to learn it, that you're really motivated and that you cannot learn the language without uh, help, people helping you. So just keep on going and really make clear that you want to speak Dutch. So don't That's give up. Yeah, samenleving, dat wel. My name is Sharon uh, from Opzeiland van, van Ruiven and I'm a course coordinator um, at UFA Talen uh, for about 14 or 15 years already, so I work here for a long time. This is Sharon from the University of Amsterdam Language Institute, UFA Talen. UFA Talen offers both individual and group courses. Uvatala um, uh, organize open enrollment group courses, um, uh, but also individual courses, tailor-made courses uh, for companies. And Uvatala um, uh, offers intense courses, that's for one week, from 8 o'clock in the morning until 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, so uh, a whole week, actually. Um, and, um, and then you speak the whole day in Dutch. So you go to the theater, maybe to 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 speak, uh, yeah, to speak uh, with with your teacher, of course, in Dutch, or going to a restaurant and speak Dutch all the time to improve as fast as possible. So, what do the students here think of learning Dutch? I'm Tahir from Saudi Arabia. And how long have you been in the Netherlands? Um, one year, almost one year. Yeah. How are you liking? What do you like about the Netherlands? Uh, the weather, of course. Uh, people, they are very nice. Um, Dutch language, I like it. It's nice. Yeah, how's it going learning the language? Yeah, it's it's better. So it's it's difficult, of course, but uh, I love it. So I must learn it. Yeah. What do you find difficult about it? Uh, no, it's uh, yeah, the grammar. It's difficult. It's different than English and, of course, in Arabic. But yeah. It's okay, so I can learn. And do you have a particular goal, a reason that you want to learn to speak Dutch? Yeah, uh, I want to go to university to study dentist, so that they, I must do the Dutch language. So it's important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah met elkaar. And can you it aanvullen? Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dimitra, and I'm coming from Greece. How long have you been in the Netherlands? Uh, almost six months now. 
Okay, and how's it going with learning to speak Dutch? Oh, uh, difficult, but uh, I think um, it's going well. It's very difficult to learn a new language, of course. But uh, if you try a lot, you need to try a lot to learn it. So I think it's good. It's going good. So how quickly can you get to grips with speaking Dutch? Well, we start after two weeks. <laughs> so after two weeks with the course of off, they already have to speak in Dutch with Dutch people during a field trip. Um, so we do our best um, and we hope that after one or two courses, people feel confident to at least use it in a shop and with easy with colleagues. And how long does it take to get to a kind of conversational level where somebody could maybe sit down with a group of Dutch friends in, in, in a bar and have a conversation? Yes, I would say after level A2, which is three courses with us, and it's also the civic integration exam, same level. Uh, so I would say uh, three courses, which is around 15 weeks, uh, um, let's say, yeah, maybe four months that you can have a, a little. And then really like speaking with Dutch friends, let's say four or five courses, getting to B1. But A2, you have a good basis. Okay. Can you just explain the A's and the B's just briefly, just yeah. how that works? Yeah, of course. A0 is complete beginner. A1 is uh, you get there, you, you, you know the present tense. Uh, a And on, if you a bit farther than A1, you know the past tense and future tense. A2, you know a bit about the culture. Uh, you can do a bit more complicated sentences with giving your opinion. And then from B on onwards, you really start to speak the language uh, with complicated sentences. And then B2, C1 and C2 is native language. Come out India. Uh, ik leer Netherlands en ik spreek uh, Engels, Hindi, Klein, uh, Punjabi. Klein, Klein. My name is Elias. I'm from Greece. And how long have you been in the Netherlands? Six months. Okay. And and what's your motive for learning Dutch? My motive is that I have a Dutch wife and a small baby, a newborn baby. So I have to learn how to speak Dutch because we have to communicate inside the family <laughs> with the same language. And how's it going? It's going quite well, I think. Yeah. And, and today you've been... Tell me what you've been doing today. It's, we're, we're just approaching another way of learning Dutch in a very nice way. We came in contact with the real Dutch people to ask information, to ask what they're doing in the neighborhood. Trying to approach the real Dutch people and communicate with them to be more familiar with the language and the culture also. Can you tell me some of your Dutch phrases? Have you got some Dutch phrases you've been using? Mag ik u iets vragen? And sorry, goedemorgen. Ik leer Netherlands. Mag ik u iets vragen? These kind of things. And what sort of response have you been getting? It was really positive and they said that it's a really nice way to learn the language. That's what people saying to us. Uh, my name is Barbara, ich bin Barbara, and uh, ich komme uh, aus uh, Ita- Italien. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm learning that because uh, I'm well, I'm already living in the Netherlands for three years so almost, uh, and uh, it's time to learn if you wanna live here forever. Hi, uh, my name is Andrew, uh, and Andre. Uh, I came from Ukraine, uh, and I'm living here in Amsterdam for one year. Uh, and you ask the favorite word, I have one in Dutch. Uh, it is hoeveelheid, it is amount, but it's literally translated how muchness. And it's, I find it uh, very funny. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm Claire and I'm from England, um, and I've been here for about two and a half years. I am learning Dutch 
you don't need to speak Dutch to live here, and I think it's quite rude. And I've been quite rude for two and a half years. Although I, I, the thing that I learned Dutch for is to is to make friends, really, because I it's quite isolation if you don't speak the language. So, what are the golden tips when it comes to learning the language? Don't answer in English. Just you know, steady and strong. Just keep answering in Dutch, and then at a certain point, people will will start talking in Dutch with you as well. Find a Dutch activity to do with Dutch people. Uh, find a few Dutch shop owners or colleagues or friends where you can practice what you've learned during class with. So make a few friends and try to practice what you've learned. Uh, with them in a safe environment and, and, and try to repeat every week. You tell them what you've learned and keep on speaking Dutch. So I think those are the main tips. That's Kuhn there from the Kuhntakt Language School in Amsterdam. We also heard from Sharon from the University of Amsterdam's Language Institute Uwe Talen, as it's known in Dutch, and we heard from Angelique from the language company Fluently. Thanks go to all of them for talking to the Here in Holland podcast. And dear listeners, I'd love to hear what you think of the podcast, so please reach out and get in touch. You can contact me via Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. You can get me via email, hereinholland at gmail.com. There's a WhatsApp number I will put in the show notes, and there is a website, of course, hereinholland.com. There you'll find out how to subscribe to the show and rate and review the podcast too, if you don't know how to do that. And please remember, to subscribe if you haven't done so already and tell family and friends too. It's super easy, just fire up your smartphone. If it's an iPhone, you already have a podcast app pre-installed. It's purple, it says podcasts. If you have an Android phone, then nip over to the Play Store, download yourself a good podcast app. Podcast Addict is a good one, for example. And then you can search for Here in Holland and you will get all of the new shows as they are published. Thanks once again for listening and from me, Andy Clark, until the next time. Any kind of lost in translation stories that kind of, you know, you get from students who kind of maybe, you know, the funny, funny, kind of funny anecdote stories? Yes, well, there are many. But I think the most funny one is uh, huur. It's uh, H-U-U-R, H-U-U-R, and it means rent. But Spanish people especially pronounce it as hoer. Uh, but a whore is a prostitute. So if you say, I'm looking for a whore house, it means you're looking for a house with prostitutes. Um, but uh, if you're looking for a whore house, that's a house for, for rent. Uh, and I think that's quite a funny one if someone comes to me, hey, do you know a whore house? <laughs> well, I don't think you want to go to the red light right now. You just, you're just looking for a house. So I like that one. <laughs>